Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. We hope you enjoy Rachel Lawson's The Assassin from the Magician series read by the author. A tall, handsome man in a black shirt and pants with glasses sat in a dingy little office. He was scribbling on papers with some skill, with a black quill and ink. He stopped when he heard his son, Lance, arguing with his assistant outside the office. Go away, necromancer. He's working, like Alexander heard his assistant shouting. But I have to see him. It's important, Lance shouted back. Blake got up and walked to the door and opened it. Standing in the doorway, he asked why they were arguing. He wanted to disturb you from your important work, Dante Blake's assistant said. Lance glared, Dante. But this is important, Lance said. Not as important as his work, said Dante. He must run a smooth, consistent office for this place to keep out of anarchy. Dante takes my job more seriously than I do. What is wrong, boy? said Blake. Somebody tried to assassinate the King of the Earth, said Lance. They did. How is Grandad? asked Blake, worried. He's alive. He was lucky. He was just winged, said Lance. I told him it was not important. Nobody died, Dante said. So it was not important said Blake, the Emperor of the Grim Reapers, and the Underworld, among other things. Where is he at, Blake? Time got up to under Blake's guard. That's not all I can say. Hope creed that I am declared the assassin, he asked. Oh, do we know who they are? asked Blake curiously. That's the problem, we don't, Lance said sadly. We'd better go see my granddad and find out how he is and what he knows, Blake said. Now you have work to do, Blake, said Dante. No, I have to see the King of the Earth, said Blake, standing up to Dante, who was a bit of a pen pusher and took Blake's job too seriously. What's so important about the King of the Earth? said Dante, who didn't know the King of the Earth's secret. The man known as the King of the Earth was, in reality, more than that. He was not really Fred Alexander, a lowly planetary king. He was actually more better known as the Forest Sergeant, Emperor of the Silver Intergalactic Empire, which consisted of the entire galaxy. He just preferred the name Fred Alexander, his human name. As the far as Argent sounded too stuffy for him, most of his family had two names, a human name and an alien name. All but Lazarite Argent, the last fate, who reigned as ruler over everything. He was a bit of a busybody with a dark streak. He made Lance play 
Ranging Angel were killing bad guys. The police saw him as a mad serial killer, as did Blake. He was not mad, just misguided, and Blake knew it. Lazarite went by his lofty surname, Argent. Let's go see the king now, said Blake. Picture there, and said disappearing into thin air, followed by his dad, who disappeared too, leaving one angry Dante alone. Blake and Lance appeared at the reception desk of the hospital. What do you want, Dr. Def? man Blake knew only too well, said. He was an orderly. Not you, where's the receptionist? Blake said, rolling his eyes. On a break, I'm filling in, said the rude orderly. Okay, where's Fred Alexander? This room, asked Blake. You aren't needed, he's alive, said the orderly curtly. Hello, I came to see him, he's my grandfather, said Blake. He can't be, he's as old as you are, said the orderly. No, we just look young for our age, Blake said. And I suppose he's your son, then, said the orderly, pointing at Lance, who looked twenty-five too. As a matter of fact, he is, said Blake. Yeah, right, pull the other leg, it's a corpse, said the orderly. Oh, never mind, just tell me where Fred is, huffed Blake. I'll take you there, said the orderly, smelling something fishy. Okay, lead the way. Mr. Jack Taylor, said Lance, reading the orderly's name, Badge. Are you an actor? I met you at a friend's show, asked Lance as they walked. Yes, who else? Jack. Argent, said Lance. Oh, him. I know him. Bossy fellow, said Jack. Yes, said Lance. Fred Alexander is in here, said Jack, as they got to the room. Fred was in. Do you know these men? asked the orderly. Yes, hi Blake, hi Lance, said Fred, who was in a hospital bed. He was under the guard of a policeman in odd clothes. A red tux, top hat, and a mask. Are you one of them magicians? asked Jack, seeing the policeman. The magicians were alien superheroes who helped out the police. Yes, Blake Lance, Fred, and the man in red said at the same time. I was talking to him, said Jack, pointing at the man in red. My uncle Reynard, said Blake, to his great uncle, the man in red. Hello, Blake. Hello, Lancelot. I was asking the king about his shooter, said Ray, who was Fred's brother. King? What is he king of? asked Jack. I'm king of the world, Fred said awkwardly, hoping not to sound too pretentious. The world? What world? Jack asked. Is one of your kind? Asked Jack. He's my brother, the Red Fox, the King of Mars, said Fred. 
than you two are related to him, said the orderly. Like I said, Blake said. Oh, I can't take this, said Jack, wandering off. How are you, Grandad? asked Blake. Fine. Just can't write, said Fred. Hi, said Lance. Gee, Blake asked. Not well, I think he had grey skin, said Fred. Not human then, said Lance. Of course not, boy. How many humans have grey skin, said Blake. Any more clues, asked Lance, ignoring his dad's comment. He called me by my name, Fred said. The king of the earth was Fred Alexander. Okay. My real name, Fred said, looking around suspiciously for people who may hear him. You mean they used your imperial name, said Ray, in a quiet voice? Yes, they said something about reading the empire of, of the tyrant Safari Sergeant, said Fred quietly. Lance closed the door to the room. It seems related to the intergalactic summit we are holding. Yeah, no one else would call you that, said Blake. Yes, put on a summit and wackos come out of the floorboards, said Lance. Yes, he's going to try again, said Blake. Yes, more than likely, at the summit, so we'll have to cancel it, said Ray. We can trap him in the act, said Lance. No, we can't risk the life of the Emperor, said Ray. You aren't the only one who wants to get the assassin. According to Mortimer, his son, the necromancer, wants to kill the assassin, said Blake, who was secretly Mortimer, which was his reaper name. which neither Ray or Fred knew was anything more than a friend to Blake. Does he? said Lance. Maybe we can trap him or draw him out. Or the necromancer can kill the assassin if we don't cancel it. True, said Ray, but I don't know which assassin I'll put my money on. Days later, Fred stood by a podium with his arm looking normal. His bandages were hidden beneath a silver tuck with blue trim. Welcome to the Intergalactic Conference of the Silver Empire. I am Sapphire Sergeant, Emperor of the Silver Intergalactic Empire, said Fred. To the people in the summit, into a microphone. Hail Sapphires, voices shouted from the crowd. Behind Sapphires stood his son, Darkstar. Parasite, Argent, otherwise known as Valentine Alexander. He was Blake's dad. The Raven, or Parasite's wife, Larimer, known as Laura Alexander. Blake's aunt, Sapphira Merlin, was there. Blue Midnight, the Emperor of the local solar system, or Alexandrite Argent, as we know as Blake Alexander. Blake's wife, Anatase, Argent, called Angela Alexander, by humans. Lastly was the Enchanter, Blacklandite, Argent, we know as Lancelot Alexander.
I would like to thank my grandson, the local emperor, Alexandrite, for organising the summit. I would also like to thank my brother Rodenite for organising the security. Later in the summit, there was a masquerade dance. Lance was wandering around looking for suspicious characters and actions. While he was looking, he found two suspicious characters. They were his niece, Astra Starfire, and her husband, Maximilian or Marcuside Starfire. They were the vampire king and queen. Hans raised Astra. Her parents were murdered. He was like a father to her. Hey, Lance. Have you found him yet? Asked Max, who, like his wife, knew Lance and Blake were Mortimer and the necromancer. Not yet. The night is so young. You are the most suspicious people I've met here, said Lance. No one more suspicious than little old ass, joked Astra. Lance wandered off, leaving them to themselves. Astra, Queen of Vampires, went to a masquerade. Opportunity she was, with her husband, Max the King. They danced all night, and they got people alone, and they took a little drink. She savoured the taste of the blood she drank. She drank it in a wine glass, in her black gloved hand. She a fishnet, lace, her hands bejeweled. Her husband stood admiring her long black tresses, her dress and her gothic beauty. Her mask was a black lace mask, fit tight, on her finely chiseled face. I told a joke. She laughed and cried. She laughed too much. She floated in silence with her fingertips. They danced like newlyweds, enjoying each other's company. Their eyes never left each other. It was as if nothing else mattered. Their hearts in their mouths. The world felt as if it was theirs alone. They took joy in each other's touch and movement. And... The other's loving glance. The world was lost. All that existed was the music. A magical moment which lasted till dawn's light peaked and the moment was gone. Back to Lance. He was still wandering around when his father walked over to him. Hi, boy. Have you seen anything suspicious? said Blake. Hi, Dad. The only suspicious thing I've seen is vampires. I think you will have a vampire victim or two in your morgue tomorrow, Miss Coroner, Lance joked darkly. I have no doubt of that, Blake said grimly. Ray, seeing them, wandered over to them and asked if they saw anything suspicious. Nothing unusual, just exorcisms getting drunk on the punch. I think somebody sparked it, said Lance. I wouldn't know, said Lance offhandedly. Look who's coming, said Blake, seeing Fred walking up to them. Oh, damn, the sycophant, said Lance under his breath. How is everybody tonight? asked Fred, greeting them warmly. He was happy to see them. Good, Grandad. Blake said. All is good with me, too, said Lance. Good, 
How are you? Ray said. Just working out deals with the ambassadors, said Fred. Fred was not alone. He was surrounded by a gaggle of delegates. Are they the people from behind you when you open this up? An ambassador said, recognising them. This is my grandson, the Emperor of the Solar System, the Midnight and the Enchanter. He is his eldest son. And he is my brother, Rodenite, the Martian King, said Fred to his followers. Alexandrite Argent, and your son, Lacklandite. Your other son, Chrysophrase, the Timekeeper. He's amazing. Nice to meet you, said Blake, smiling charmingly. Lance smiled. Kak na es na nesh, Lance said to the alien in his own language. Roughly translated as, good evening. I have to go. See you around. And walked away to look for something out of place. That was just a sycophant ambassador. He was no trouble, just a pain in the neck. Lance, he despised sycophants. Laws and penpushers. He had no time for either of them. He knew sycophants annoyed his father as much as he did. But he could take it because he was a penpusher. A teenage girl walked up to him. This is the most boring party I've ever seen, said the teenager. This is a political party, Chris Severo. It's meant to be boring, Lance said. Stop using my real name and call me Christine. Said Crisabell. Sorry, Christine. Have you seen anything strange tonight? Lance asked her. She was his daughter, an apprentice. She had been looking for suspicious things at the masquerade. Oh yeah, I saw Astra and Max killing someone and drinking their blood out of a wine glass. Yuck! Said Christine. Oh, other than that, Lance said to his daughter. Yeah, Christine said. What did you see? asked Lance. Oh, I saw a grey alien looking very suspicious. He was dressed as Zoro, said Christine. Haven't I told you, don't be racist. Call them their proper names. Exorations. Not by their skin colour, lectured Lance. Heard, Christine protested. What was it doing? asked Lance. Fighting with a Venusian bartender. Over his wearing a weapon, said Christine. What, a sword? asked Lance, laughing. No, a gun, said Christine. A gun? Where is he now? asked Lance, panicking. He's talking to Grandad, said Christine, pointing at an oddly dressed grey alien. Lance ran over to him. That is him, Lance said in his dad's mind. As he grabbed the arm of Zorro, Lance dragged Zorro into another room. It was all set up for a banquet. It was empty. Sounds outside the room leaked in the room. Laughter and music rang, slightly muffled into the room. Lance and the alien Zoro ignored it. Who are you? And why are you, as you, you people say, manhandling me? Zoro demanded. The last person you will see alive said Lance darkly. Who are you? demanded the alien. 
I know who you are and why you were here, Lance said. I doubt that, said the alien. You have come to kill the Emperor Sepharis. I have come to kill you, said Lance. Who are you? asked the alien. No one you need know, said Lance. The alien was trying to pull away, but he wasn't strong enough. Let me go or I'll shoot you, said the alien. Lance looked at the alien and saw a gun in its free hand. He let the alien go. It backed off aiming the gun at Lance. Lance looked angry with himself for not taking the gun. The alien ran out of the room. Lance picked a knife and followed it. There were murmurs outside the room. The alien screamed, Gee, fair, me, Argent, and there was a gunshot. Fred fell and Lance raised his hand. The knife was gone. It was in the alien's back. Like help your granddad, who he knocked over in the gun. Lance ran to see his daughter was alright. Fred was just shocked, but fine. So he ran to the alien. He was dead. Lance, what happened? asked Ray. I killed him. He was trying to shoot the Emperor of the Galaxy, said Lance. Good work, Lance. I knew the necromancer would fail to kill him, said Ray. Blake looked at Lance and bowed his head knowingly, acknowledging the necromancer did well. The end. We hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.